Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's me. It's me. It's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James. And by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double-crooked-letter-badass Billy Gunn. Together we are the New Age Outlaws. And you're listening to the VOC Nation. And if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer, the Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star, Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality, Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and, of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And, by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOCNation. Hey, you. Yeah, 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 you. Winning season returns at my bookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning scene means insane props, epic bonuses, and the craziest cross-sport wagers. At MyBookie, winning season means watching live sports and betting live sports all season long. Rejoice! The NFL has returned. That means action-packed Sundays and huge cash prizes. Get in on the action. Use promo code VOCNATION, all one word, no spaces, and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play, designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best this NFL season for your chance to win big. Use promo code VOCNATION and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today, only at my bookie. What's up, everybody? Hello. Another uh, another episode. What is going on, Mr. West? How are what you doing? I see you got your winter outfit on. I do. It got a little cold. It got a little cold recently up here in Minnesota. Uh, we're in fall weather now, which means like 40 degrees, 50 degrees. Uh, today wasn't so bad. It's just I got my windows open, so it was like a nice cool breeze. But a couple day, a couple like a week ago. It was like 45 for our high, and it was getting pretty cold out, some frost. Yeah, the high today was 98, and the low was around 76. I would definitely take your low all day. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, but the 76 is at like 12 o'clock in the morning or like o'clock at night, not during the day at all. It's 90 all day. Right, right. What's up, Chris? How's it going, brother? Yeah. Thanks for 
it's funny because when I was down there, what was it? It was February when I was in Orlando with you. That's when one I came of the coldest months. And you said that's one of its what? Coldest months. Which is hilarious because I was in shorts and a t-shirt loving my life because I was like, it's like, you know, 20 below and ice where I'm where I'm at right now. And you were like, man, I need a sweatshirt. And I was just loving it. I was like, when you talk about a sweatshirt, this is the perfect weather. Um, but then if I was down there like now with you, dude, I would be uh, I'd be I'd be so grossed. So much sweat coming off my fat. It would be nasty. <laughs> but yeah, you'd be all right, though. I'd, I'd get used to it i think uh i'd like to think i can handle that I, I, I like warm places like i'm not meant to be here you know what i mean like i love minnesota uh but i uh oh chris why why would you go to iowa <laughs> respects to iowa though for the uh hall of fame in waterloo talk to, uh, speaking of iowa i just talked to troy peterson and uh, IPW. very excited for some upcoming shows they're going to be able to start running shows soon and right. he's really excited for the hall of fame coming up and uh he's he's a uh, big shout out to troy and uh his uh out there and uh yeah he's excited for the new year i talked to him yeah. last night for an hour hell yeah dude yeah, man, that's going to be cool. I've seen that IPW has been running some like uh, online, like uh, no crowd shows, but streaming them so people can watch. So that's cool. Chris, you're going to be in Osage. That means next summer in July, you have to come to Waterloo for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, no excuse if you're in the same state. Yeah, you definitely got to come. I mean, people travel all over to go to the Hall of Fame. It's one of the best Hall of Fames there are because not only – do you get to see all these superstars? You stay in the same hotel as them. It's all in walking distance. You get to end up hanging out with them at the bars and the restaurants. And it's a lot of interaction. Me and Big Ace do a live podcast. And we do a lot of fun stuff. So, you know, it's a really good weekend. And it's a good weekend to celebrate the wrestlers that paved the way for us younger generation wrestlers and the next coming up generation wrestlers. And they really pay homage to everybody. And they have, not only do they bring the um, top legend in, they also bring some of the top indie wrestlers in. You know, they've always, they brought in Ricochet before. They've brought in um, Brian Cage, where we did our Brian Cage interview. Uh, Sammy Callahan. A bunch of different people they've always brought in to, you know, show the people that, you know, a little bit, diversity and then they always have a legends match and all kinds of good stuff so you know i would definitely recommend checking out the whole thing yeah it's you know what's nice about it too is it it feel it is a legitimate hall of fame you know everybody talks about the wwe hall of fame whatever you know it is what it is it's a it's an honor but it's also a big just show you know, where the, the, there's more meaning behind the people getting inducted at this Hall of Fame, plus knowing that it's actually a wrestling Hall of Fame amateur, a Roman Greco style Hall of Fame, but they are acknowledging the professional wrestling world and doing and MMA and MMA now. Yes. Um, and even now women's wrestling, because this last year was uh, or last year was the first year they inducted a female Beth Phoenix, uh, who you can watch that episode on our YouTube channel, the Briscoe and big A's show. Make sure you subscribe and click notifications. Uh, yeah, man, it's a special, it's a special, special weekend. That's where all this began. That's where this whole show began. That's where our, you and I became friends. It's uh, we've had a lot of great memories that we could uh, talk about on and off air. 
Uh, and we're going to make a lot more memories as those shows continue to happen. Plus, we're finally going to have a nicer hotel. Same hotel, but it's been upgraded. I cannot wait. As long as it's the same staff. Yeah, man. That was a, an amazing staff, almost like family run. They were great people, and they took care of all of us. So, Yeah, well, let's get into some wrestling because I'm sure that's what you know a lot of people tune into, too, is you know, we talk a little wrestling. I was seeing some of the ROH uh, matches, mm-hmm. and I saw my good, good friend Fred from FCW which was in WWE, and I see that he's wrestling again. Okay. Yeah, Darren Young was his name. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's part of the Nexus. Yeah. And, man, Darren Young, what can I say? He was probably one of my favorite people to have matches with. Nice. I remember one of my matches in FCW where uh, – Dusty came up to me and he was like, hey, I want you guys to tear down the house. And, you know, if Dusty tells you that, you kind of got to, like, step your game up. Dusty doesn't usually tell you to, like, you know, hey, we want you to really, like, get over. So me and Fred are looking at each other and we're going over this match. And, you know, he's helping me. I was trying to, at the time, I was trying to do some, like, amateur moves. Mm-hmm. And I remember I used to do like where I would do a spot where I would hit the ropes and the guy would do a drop down. And as he dropped down as an amateur wrestler, you go and grab him and you hook him for a gator roll and you gator roll him and pick him up and do a suplex. And I used to do that. And uh, it was just funny because I saw that he was on the card. So it made me watch one of our old matches on FCW. And it was just one of my, probably one of my best matches ever. And it was, working with fred and you know darren young or whatever well he goes by fred now but uh darren young when he was in uh, wwe but yeah man i'm really proud of him i'm glad he's back in the ring and i'm glad he's doing his thing because you know he was a great talent and one hell of a worker right yeah yeah yeah. i mean dude all of those guys that was a part of that whole nexus group really were great great talent i also want to ask you because you are friends with all of them. You were there during that same time. If the injury hadn't happened when it happened, was there a chance you were being lined up to be a part of that Nexus crew? No. Um, to be honest with you, me and Xavier Woods were going to debut. We were going to debut as a tag team. That was their WWE's whole push for me and Xavier was for us to be a tag team. We just okay. had really good chemistry and like, we were really baby faces and we really we really worked on our tag team and how to like be able to wrestle any size guy from big show to anybody we knew how to like because a lot of times they put me and Xavier against Bruce Clay and Brodus Clay's partner was uh Andrew Jackson and Andrew Jackson was 7 foot 2 damn and Brodus Clay yeah. 6 foot 9 right you know i'm you know, barely six foot and Xavier's, you know, five, nine, five, ten. He's, you know, a couple inches shorter than me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we learned how to work bigger guys and, they, and WWE saw that and they were like, wow, they saw that we we're getting over. They're like, we could really, we had a lot of fight. We had a lot of, you know, just aggression and just not getting up and proving to everybody that it didn't matter your size, we'd still take you down, we'd still beat you. That's awesome. I've seen the picture of you two becoming FCW tag champs. Yeah. 
and we actually beat uh, Fandango and EC3. Wow. And uh, that's, I pinned EC3 to win the uh, tag team titles. And can you tell you the crazy story about that? Was you uh, to have an FCW, there used to be a kind of like a passing of a torch kind of deal where right like the day of you'd get to the show and usually the tag team that was the champions already knew the day that they were going to drop the title and people that were winning it usually didn't really know i didn't know me and xavier really didn't know and we had a meeting and you know some good things were said and i remember sitting there and i remember uh, EC3 coming to me and ha- hand me an empty bag. It's a velvet bag. And he's like, you're going to need that later. <laughs> I was like, what? And he just like smiled and he just walked away and left the bag with me. So I like didn't let anybody see it. I put it in my bag. I like hit it. I was like, oh my God, I think we're winning the tag team. And I went up to Xavier and I'm like, hey, did, uh, um, Fandango, he, he's like, yeah, he's like, he didn't tell us that. And I was like, dude, I think we're going to win the titles. And he's like, yeah, I think so too. And lo enough, they all we end up winning the titles that night. Oh, that's great. And was that on TV for FCW or was that just a live show? I was on TV. That was on the Bright House Network. It was a local Florida station, um, Bright House TV. Um, they played all the local, like, Tampa Bay Rays. They played all those sports. It was basically the new Fox Sports, but it was called Bright House Sports. And um, you can sort of start find those matches on YouTube. A lot, all those matches are on YouTube. Um, but it was just a great experience. And the sad thing is, is that I never got the opportunity to pay the respect and give my opponent the empty velvet sack because <laughs> i got hurt and i had to just give up the tag titles right i kind of just it was just like okay Wes is going to knee surgery he's out seven months okay we got tag team titles are gone xavier goes does something else see you later you know what's funny that you mentioned this because I, I remember when Xavier debuted on WWE. I, first of all, I saw him, I think it was WrestleMania 29 in New York uh, at Fan Access when they were running the NXT shows during Fan Access. And I remember watching him wrestle. And it was funny because he, one session I went to, he was babyface. The next session, he was heel. So, I, like, it, even then, I was like, I feel like they don't know where they want to go with this guy. And then when he debuted on TV, it was even like, I still feel like they don't know where they want to go this all makes more sense because he was being packaged with you as this next great tag team. And then obviously plans had to change. So that, that just makes a lot more well, sense. And the craziest thing is like Xavier Woods was already like popping. Like he was in TNA and had some good matches in TNA. He had a match against Kurt Angle, believe it or not. Oh, that's and, crazy. Uh, yeah. You know, he went by Austin Creed. Yeah. And or Apollo Creed, I believe. Or Austin Creed. An Austin Creed, but um, yeah, he had some great matches, and then he's he's a guy that I really, really give a lot of respect to. He really helped me out. 
I had the attitude of like, not, he was, he was like the cool metal dude. And I was the dude that was like, cause some guys would be like, wouldn't, wouldn't want to like do stuff for us. Like the bigger guy. So I would go up to him and be like, okay, well then I'm going to kick out your leg and then I'm going to run him and knee you as hard as I can in your face. And they're like, huh? And I'm like, well, if you don't want to bump for me, you could do that because that's realistic. If I kick out your leg, you're going to drop to one knee. And when you drop to one knee, I'm going to knee you in the face. Right, if you're not going to sell for me, I'm going to make you sell for me. Exactly. Like, but that's smart. Though. That's telling a story. Like, I'm not yeah. making them bump, but I'm making them drop to a knee and then I'm blasting them in the face. And then I tag Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods do a double tag, hit him again. We get him in the corner. We start going at it. Boom, boom, boom. I'll hit him, hit him. Tag Xavier Woods. He'll come in. Boom, boom, boom. He'll tag me. And we do that like in a circle for three times. So it's like three fresh guys just coming in there, just pounding on you. So Uh, we really, we really meshed. We had great promos together. That was when I had long hair and I used to braid it and I would have braids and all kinds of crazy stuff. And we just had a good time. It was just really fun. Dude, I remember when I first uh, – you'll have to tell me how long ago this happened but I don't because I don't remember when you did this. But I, remember I do remember, like, talking to you for the first time since going from long to when you chopped your hair off. And, like, for a second, I had to be like, wait, what? Like, I was, it, I, I, was doing, I was doing the Ring Warriors. Yeah. Um, and they were on the WGN network at the time. I just remember like seeing like your first FaceTime since you did that. And I was just like, whoa, I just wasn't expecting that, bro. Like, you know, people at Ring Wars were mad about that. Really? Well, because yeah. you've been known with that one here. Yeah, but then again, they weren't paying me enough to like tell me what I can and cannot do. And for me, right. I just wanted a change in life. I wanted to just, I just wanted a new look. I was just, just, it was time to elevate, trying to like grow and go to something different. So I just kind of, I just did it all at once and I just shaved it. Comp- I went really like completely bald. I was just like, I'm going as low as possible. But it was just a statement just to say that I don't care. Like, no one can tell me what to do. Like, I don't, nothing, I don't know. I just, I oh, it's evolution. Almost evolution of yourself, and that's what was cool. Yeah, about they it. had a big meeting about it, and they're like, "Oh, are we gonna have to change less?" And I'm like, "How does that change the way I wrestle by my haircut?" What are they mad that they just didn't get to do like a hair versus hair match or something to make it happen? No, they, just, they were like, "Oh, you look like a heel now." I'm like, "What? Like, how does that me look that, like a heel?" See, to me, long hair looked like a heel. Yeah, I don't know. That's just that's just what they said, and. I oh. but our Austin Aries kind of stuck up for me and was like, "Hey, you guys don't pay Wes enough to tell him to not care, whatever." You know? Yeah, probably one of the best moments of Ring Warriors TV while they were still on was you and Austin Aries, anyways. So uh, that one are me versus um, Marty the Fly, are yeah. me versus Jeff Cobb. Um, actually, oh, I gotta watch that. You and Jeff Cobb. Yeah, me and Jeff Cobb had a good match, and then another good one. There, I actually had a bunch of good ones there. See, I didn't get it here. That's what sucks. So I only heard about it when we would talk. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get that up here in Minnesota, man. But uh, that's what's amazing is, like, dude, you have uh, had some matches with some just stellar talent that, like, amazing people haven't watched these more. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. 
it, it it's uh oh, I mean, even my new japan stuff right yeah how long were you out there again uh did three tours nice so where's been the like you literally have been all over the world i mean i, really- did, I did the uk for a whole month i lived in the uk for a whole month what was that like what was the transition like because uh, you have you lived internationally before that i, I know you traveled with the Wake- okay yeah you lived in puerto rico with the wakeboarding oh uh, but what was no, the i wrestled for carlos Colon in puerto rico oh okay that's right okay yep um what was the transition like though when you had to go to either a puerto rico or i love puerto rico that was i I, I never wanted to leave and then when i was in puerto rico that's when i got i was there for about a year and a half and then tna started calling me and then uh will was living in port was is from puerto rico he is the spanish commentary with hector and so i would always fly from puerto rico with will to uh and now Will's working for AEW, so you know, big shout out to Will. Um, yeah, big shout out to Will. Big shout out to all your people that are over in AEW. They got a few of your good friends, and, and even your yeah, lady. Those guys have been like talking, you know, and I don't know. It's looking like a place I might show up. I don't know. Depends on what other people think. I don't know. All I know is if you show up, you're gonna kick some ass. That's what's gonna happen. So I mean, well, I'm not gonna go there to, you know wear a pink mickey mouse shirt or do anything like that i'm gonna go in there and whip some ass like i'm gonna take things seriously i and i like that because we had talked don't get the pink taco shirt wrong you know it is is thursday so (laughs) we were talking about that earlier uh actually earlier this week we talked about that uh the debut of miro or rusev on on AEW, and I think we both had the same opinion. It was like, it's cool. Good for him. Glad to see him sign and going over there and probably going to get to be used in a better way. But then just the way they debuted, I know you weren't a fan of the clothing. And to me, it was kind of weird too, that it was just like these weird, whatever. And I get it. It's Gucci. It's expensive. I don't, I'm not into designer brands. So I know nothing. Like I buy my shit at Target. You know what I mean? Yeah. But okay. Here's the whole thing is about that. I love Rusev. I think he's a badass. His wrestling skills, he's just, he has so much of the it factor when he showed up to that, just kind of just brought it down for me. I mean, I'm sorry. That's just my opinion. I'm sure he has his opinion. I, but I got nothing but respect for him. I love his style of wrestling. He used to do a move where he would do a rolling gut wrench and I used to love it. Like it was one of my favorite moves that he would do. And, um, I'm a huge fan of him. I just wish he would have came out in a good suit. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Just like, just something a little bit more different. I just yeah, think that. For, oh, I was going to say, and for me, I, I just, uh, I just didn't like the, the second, uh, you know, he's playing Kip Sabian's best man. And I feel like he should have came in and been a powerhouse and just, uh, big debut not like you're this dude's best man who isn't really doing much other than he's about to get married on dynamite like that's that's weird plus is he heel then like that's the other thing they didn't really distinct on is he going heel or face um ryan ryan's got a great question uh and it goes with what we're talking about right now because rusev just debuted and again he's with kip sabian which makes it feel heel but he didn't really come off heel on the mic uh so again he says do you guys think wrestlers when they go heel or face they should change 
their look a little bit. So you went from being an aces and eight, which obviously was one of the best heel factions uh, in the last 20 years of wrestling because of the heat you guys drew. So when you stopped doing the aces and eight gimmick and now on the indie scene, you're majority doing baby face. You are, you know, the crowd favorite. How did that transition go? Because again, too, aces and eights days for you, you were drawing a lot of heat. So did you feel like to get away from it, you needed to change your look a little bit to be that baby face? No, you just kind of just change a little bit of wrestling, but it's, you don't really have to change your look up. It's just more of your psychology of how you put together your match and your psychology of how you want to sell and your psychology of how to get the other person over and how to do the correct job. Yeah, I agree. I like really in the only, like you can, you can stay with whatever you're doing. It's it's the attitude and it's how you, you, you tell the story in the ring. That's going to show that you've now turned or that you've now become the face. The only person that I'm like, uh, some sort of change would have been nice, at least in his gear would have been Roman Reigns. Like the guy to still hasn't changed his gear from when he was with the shield. That would be well, nice. Do you know the reason why? No, I don't. And I would love to hear it if you know. Yes, I actually do. Um, Roman suffers from a lot of hernias. So the whole reason why he always has to wear a shirt is because he wears a protective vest that holds a belt in that prevents him from getting hernias because Mm. he's had multiple hernias. So that's the reason why he just went from a shirt and sometimes it looks a little bulky and like he has padding on me. And then sometimes, you know, you see him, he's all ripped up and then tank top and you're like, hey, what, you know. But the reason why is because he's protecting his body from getting another hernia and being out for longer than he has to be. That's a good explanation. I'm glad I know that info now. And uh, true fact. Yeah, that's and that's awesome. I mean, you guys got to do what you got to do to protect yourselves uh, when you're in the ring. So, I mean, I get that. Still, like, at least change the color scheme up or something. (laughs) That's all I would like. Uh, Our boy Chris has another question for you, Wes, and I'm actually interested in this one, too. What would you say is your most underrated match of your career? What does that mean? Like, what match do you think was that you were in that you thought was just amazing, but it didn't really get any the praise you thought it should have gotten? None. None? No, I've... If I, if I go out there and steal a show, trust me, I know I stole the show. Bro. There There's no questions about it. I know exactly how that crowd reacts. I know exactly by looking and what I'm selling, what I'm doing to come back, if the crowd is with it or they're not with it. If they're not with it, then, hey, I didn't do my job. I'm going to be pissed. I've never not been able to be like, I never went home and been like, oh, man, that match should have got over because if it didn't get over, I didn't do my job properly. That means I made a mistake somewhere. And that's my fault. So I, I never look at any match that got overrated or any of that. I just feel like if if it didn't, then that's just maybe my fault. I didn't perform good enough, you know? I hear you. Oh, Mark says Wes versus Brody Lee would be sweet. Yeah, I'd be all right. Let me ask you this. Uh, Actually, that- I like if, if I'm going to wrestle anybody in yep. AEW. Let's hear it. My first guy is actually a good friend of mine, but he's been talking some smack would be Brian Cage. That hurts, too. He was our very first guest, but, I mean, if he's going to talk some smack, it's going to have to happen then. So that would be an amazing match, though. I would love to see you and Brian Cage 
just get at it uh, in the ring. And uh, I don't know. Guys, if you want to see that happen, let it be known. Let it know. Get on Twitter. Let everybody know. Let AEW know. Let Tony Khan know. Let Brian Cage know that Wes uh, knows what's going on and he's not afraid. Um, How about this, though? Not even just in AEW, though. Is there anybody that you haven't worked with that you're like, man, I, I, I hope that I can maybe still get a chance to work with this person down the road? Uh, Cody. Yeah. Cody Rhodes would be another one that I'd like to wrestle. Um... Now, did you know Cody back when you guys were younger, just from families being in the industry? Yeah, I've known Cody my whole life. Yeah. Yeah, ever, ever since I was a little kid. That's crazy, like... Uh, it's crazy because i would uh, all of you guys you know like you like randy orton uh cody rhodes dustin rhodes you know uh, all these all these guys that are now in the business but were back there then uh, as children with their their parents like i would think somewhere along the line there's got to be some great stories of you and some of these guys of when you guys were just kids yeah definitely um I had some stories with Dustin. It's just kind of funny. Uh, it's the only stories I really remember as a kid was with Randy Orton. Really? Yeah. Because Randy Orton used to come to the house a lot. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and he's killing it right now. It's on you if you want to tell that story. Otherwise, we can just keep that. Uh, but I'll tell the story. All right, it's let's hear it. What is this, your story, Randy Orton? So... Randy came over to stay the night. I guess maybe there was a Tampa show and Cowboy was in town. So, of course, everyone would, like, the main dudes would stay at my parents' house. You know, they were like, my dad was like, don't get a hotel. Come stay at the property because my dad has a pretty nice-sized property. And um, so they would come over. And, of course, you know, we have boats and jet skis. And, um, you know, we take Orton out on the jet ski and it's me and randy and randy goes is there gators in this lake i'm like yeah there's a bunch so don't fall off <laughs> he's like oh man really and i'm like yeah and of course you know we're like 13 12 you know what i mean like we're pretty young i think he's a little bit he's a little bit older than me so he was if i was i was probably like 12 so he was probably like 14 or 15 so we're on the jet ski but i end up throwing him off and then I'm like, look, there's a gator. And I start doing circles around him. And I went pick him up. And he's just freaking out, cussing me out, saying he's going to beat my ass, all this other stuff. And then finally I pick him up. And it was just the funniest thing. He was so mad. And then we just started laughing about it. And he still gives me hell. Every time I see him, he's just like, you know, you start giving me nightmares, Wes. <laughs> Which is funny because uh, he's the viper. He shouldn't be afraid of any reptiles. Yeah, I get it though. When I was out there with you and we went to the ocean, like, first thing I said is, There's no sharks out here, right? Or, like, oh, I'm not gonna get... I, I mean, I guess I could talk about it now because it's already over with and it happened. You know, the Bray White and um, Braun Strowman match was filmed at my parents' house, correct? Yes. Yes, I, mean, I, I know you know because I know, yeah, I but we never actually, uh, yeah, we never actually talked about it on show. Uh, but yeah, no, little known fact is they needed a swamp for that match. Someone close had a swamp, uh, and that was your father. No, Jerry we, have a beautiful, we have a beautiful lake. 
Right. That's just it. You guys have like a really nice property because I see pictures uh, of you and J- uh, your dad posted out there by the water and stuff. And it's like, oh, that looks great. Until I saw the picture of him with the snake in the house. And then I was like, oh, Papa Briscoe, I don't think I could ever come to that property now. Thanks. <laughs> oh, there's been multiple snakes and they're like little pin me rattlesnakes. But uh, they mm-hmm. were scared to death of gators in that lake. It was just funny. And they had like a safety diver and all this other stuff. And it's like, I grew up on that lake swimming at nighttime and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. I'm like, damn, these guys are sissies. Like, Are there any in there? I've shot two. Man, I mean, just how crazy would it have been if while they were filming that a gator just they, popped up in the shot? <laughs> they wouldn't be because there's not gators in that lake. No. No, it's just, I don't know why, but I think, actually, I think I do know why is maybe because it's, it's a natural spring-fed lake, so it's mm-hmm. always pretty cool. So the gator's right. like a little bit more warmer, the temperature. So my parents' lake is a little bit colder. And um, it's a private lake. It's not a public lake. Um, there's just big land properties and estates on the house, on the on, on the lake. So it's like huge properties and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. There's not really like too much woods, I guess, around it sure yeah it does look pretty open um and so i mean yeah they they did that on on your dad's property uh apparently in the middle of the night that's what i get that what i always think is crazy with these wwe cinematics showed up at seven in the morning and they left seven in the morning the next day that is nuts that's a full day which also seems like for how long they were there they didn't use it to its capacity like i I, that match left me feeling like what that was it there could have been way more happening here um, i wasn't happy with the finish but i like the production value and i like that there was some cool stuff about it and there was some bad stuff about it and from what i was overheard was that vince gave bray full creative control and from what i was told that break that fighting with the directors and kept the directors want to go another way and bray wanted to go a different way and the directors didn't want to go that way and there was a lot of arguments and a couple of things happened so you know i guess that's just the nature of the biz but you know i don't know if that affected the outcome of the finish or what was going on but i know bray had some other ideas that he wanted to get out there all right right on Man, that's uh, that's, that's awesome that they were out there uh, doing yeah, that. Yeah, I'm from the props if you guys want some. Do you really? I I think they only left like a couple of things, but I'll sell them if someone wants to buy them. <laughs> that's hilarious. They're, they're like the axe handles that the extras had. Oh, that's hilarious. That's awesome. Um, so, you know, I'm talking about. I hit up. Actually, you know what? Since here's what we'll do. Okay. Since we're announcing we're going to do that Patreon, I am. Yeah, yeah, Patreon. there's two of them for maybe we'll pick a random person and we'll give those two to some of our first patreon members what do you you think that'd be something i mean it was a pretty big deal i don't know what do you think yeah yeah we can figure something out uh maybe do like uh first uh certain amount of people who jump on our patreon Mm -hmm. will just get entered into a drawing to win that as a thank you or something that'd be kind of cool uh yeah that'd be cool i'd like to see those too uh it's interesting because you were talking about your dad and that they did that on his land on the land 
obviously your dad was in the news last week and we uh we didn't we didn't do a show last week so we didn't really talk much about it not a whole lot to talk about either uh i mean other than other than my dad being a comedian (laughs) that's the best part of the whole thing with this scenario is obviously everybody knows your dad was released from wwe uh, your dad's very happy though. He's even said that, and that's cool. Well, uh, and he's, I, I want to he, make a statement out there to everybody. Yeah. Um, WWE has taken great care of my father, and they have been nothing but respectful and treated with my dad nothing but respect and everything you hear on the internet is all fake. Um, they took care of my dad. My dad is very happy with everything. He's happy to retire um and there's no there's no heat there's no animosity he's very happy with everything and there is no bad feelings and my dad's still gonna help out as much as he can and he's gonna help out for free because my dad loves helping out um people that have a passion for wrestling and you know it it's not gonna stop him and you know he's very happy and he's very happy with what vince gave to him and He's always been very faithful for his 37 years of being in the wrestling or 38 years being in the, with WWE. So he's very happy with everything. So Vince took care of my dad and he has no complaints and he's not bitter. He's not, he's not upset. He's not going on no rant. He's very happy with his decision. That's, that's awesome. Much love again. Yeah. Like Chris said, much love to Papa Briscoe. Um, man, uh, 38 years with just one company that's not 38 years in the business that's what's mind-blowing is uh, a with true legacy you're right 38 years with one company and eric bischoff actually offered my dad a blank check no shit and said write what you want to write down and my dad told that and my dad told vince that my dad's a loyal guy my dad's like you know, of course i grew up like my dad i'm very loyal to the people that take care of me and Vince took care of my dad. So my dad was like, I'm not going to go. I'm going to stay because you've taken care of me in the past. And I believe in you. So my dad stuck when everyone else jumped ship. My dad could have jumped ship, but he chose not to. And Eric Bischoff will even tell you that, that he offered my dad a blank check. Right. One of my favorite stories about your dad and Eric is when. Uh, Negative. What's that? Negative. Can't talk about that yet. Oh, Maybe shoot. Sorry. Much. Three months that we could talk about it. Okay, I was gonna say I I well, I can I couldn't remember if we talked about that offer on air uh-huh. that story. Uh uh-uh. I three couldn't months, remember. Three months that we could talk about it. Oh, that's funny. Back to the Briscoe Body Shop. The clarification is the Briscoe Body Shop open still? No. Okay. Um. So the best thing though that came out of that for me was the pure comedy that your dad dropped last night on Twitter. Because first of all it's wrestling he got let go he sent a tweet out saying big announcement on wednesday which of course because that was the other thing when this all broke that it was him uh i believe mike rotunda and uh first name sarah i think i don't remember her other name um she's a very good person and then another great production guy got let go okay Um, all good friends all good people that i know and really really good people so you know much love to those guys hopefully they all uh you know land on their feet whatever it is they're doing but the outpour from the the community and the fans uh that came out when this announcement came out uh which by the way your dad broke no one no dirt sheet broke that or anything your dad's the one that went out and tweeted it so that's awesome that he was just uh point blank with it but a you got to see 
the careers uh, that your father has effect, uh, affected and brought into this business. I mean, just even current talent that was tweeting being like, oh, I wouldn't be a WrestleMania. Right. Um, so that was great. But uh, a lot of speculation of, of the fan community being like, AEW, AEW, Jerry and Wes, AEW, bring them in together. Like that has to happen. Uh, and your dad uh, threw out that tweet saying announcement Wednesday and yesterday, everybody was treated to an amazing announcement. And that was, well, first of all, there was a real announcement in there. Uh, something about he's starting an agency. Did I hear that correctly? Correctly. Yes. Um, him and a friend are doing a, an agency, which is awesome. Very, very excited to see that. I'm actually uh, a part of it too. Very cool. Awesome. You guys are going to have the best talent ever. I mean, your dad has the best eye when it comes to athletes. And, and uh, our lawyer is top notch. Perfect. So our lawyer is actually the head agent, which writes up every contract, which since he's a lawyer and was top of his class in, in Florida state that hell. he really knows the ins and outs of contracts and he's able to give people the best deal is possible and we're willing to work with any guys and give guys the best deals whether you're a professional football player basketball player amateur rest well you can't do anything in college but anything that's pro level we will take care of and set up contracts with and if you just want to have someone that you can feel safe with and trust and not worry about you know taking all your money our our firm is really good. Awesome. So if uh, you uh, have that happening in life, make sure you talk to these guys. Uh, um, yep. Uh, shout out to James Jeffries, though. By the way, yeah, he uh, just got married. Congratulations. Yes, congratulations. I um, couldn't be there, but you know this whole virus thing and all this craziness. It is crazy, man. Uh, but yeah, congratulations, James uh, and Nicole. Very happy for you guys. Can't wait to see you guys soon. Hopefully that can actually happen. Uh, but the other thing that happened in this video is, first of all, the mutton chops were golden. The, the... He's going <laughs> Willie style. <laughs> it's amazing. I loved it. Uh, but yeah, the the, the comedic chop. Going anywhere to get a haircut? <laughs> right. Uh the comedic chops though was amazing. Just the whole oh, I got first of all, I didn't know what he was talking about when he said Samsung and then the bit with uh the the iPhone and I was like, what is he talking about? And then at the end when it finally tied back into wait, oh hang on, and then it just cut out. Um it was just great because again, so many people were like, Oh, he's gonna go to AW. He's gonna go to AW, he's gonna go to AW. Him and Watts need to go to AW. Like, why would you not bring the Briscoes to AEW now? Uh, and for him to just have that little fun with the fans, oh, man, I was laughing my ass off when I watched it last night because it just ended, and I was like, that was it? That's that's amazing. That is yeah, awesome. He, he's pretty good at, at, at that. My dad's a good worker. He is. He very well is, and uh, I can't wait to see what you guys got going with this aging company and uh, man, anything I can ever do to help support you guys. You know I'm always there for you. You family, my brother. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just mainly just helping them Alan, and talk to people that they can't reach out to that I can reach out to. You know, I'm I'm I have my own business and my my own company that I'm working on. So, you know, I got a lot of things going. Yeah, man, it's a crazy time. It is very much a crazy time, but 
yeah, so that was uh, that was a little bit of fun uh, last night. And then also uh, your lovely lady uh, got some more time on AEW this week as well. I had a match with Brandy Rhodes, was in the crowd last night for uh, Dynamite. Um, man, she's looking good. She's looking good in that ring. Yeah, she's doing really, really good. And, you know, it's honor that they're booking her and she's really doing good. She just needs to, you know, get that one in and start uh, whooping that ass. But she's already whooping that ass and looking great. And I'm proud of her. And I couldn't ask for a better girl. Hell yeah, man. She is awesome. I, I can't wait to see her next month at uh, the Kickstart Your Heart show up in the, the Twin Cities. So that's right. Waterloo. See there, I won't be there. I know. I'm bummed out about that, though. I'm really bummed out. Kickstart Your Heart. We're going to have a heart-to-heart when I'm there next time. <laughs> I don't think I'll be at any of their shows. They're missing out, that's for sure. Uh, but, yeah, man. So, wrestling's been fun, but obviously you guys had some hurricanes down there uh, this last week down in, in your neck of the woods. Which, we got three of them coming. Which is crazy, because I hear that, and I'm like, my first thing is, oh, man, I hope Wes is okay. I hope everybody else I know in Florida is okay and all that. But then I talk to you, and it's like, a hurricane's coming. That means surfing, baby, sir. And I'm just like, what? Yeah. So let's hear about it, man. I mean, nah, it's been in the news all over. You guys were getting hit. You got more coming. You're going to be out there trying to hit some mega waves. What are we doing? Yeah, um, let's see if I can pull up something real quick. Um, I got the bags packed. I leave tomorrow. And we go up and down the state of Florida, trying to track. Oh, I don't know if you can see. Hang on, let me. We tried to track these storms. And these are all hurricanes coming. And then I'll pull out another thing, and we can actually, I'll show you one moving right now. It's actually pretty cool. But I got all my bags packed and getting ready to try to chase this hurricane and catch some of the most amazing surf ever. We'll go out to this and then I will show you right here. Here. Um, let's see if I can. Oh, there you go. There you, uh, go. there you go. You can see the hurricane spinning. Yeah. See, there's multiple hurricanes. There's one there. There's one there. There's one up there. And then if I slide it over, there's another one brewing. So pretty soon, it's going to get crazy. So where's the first stop on the on the tour here? Um, Crazy Dolly Woods House in New Smyrna Beach for the next two days. And then probably maybe somewhere down south. Hell yeah. Uh, so what do you think you're going to see? I mean, like how big are these waves going to get? Cause you're coming in, like as the storm goes through, right? Like as it's leaving, you guys are going in to hit it. Or, like, don't ever go when the storm's going because it's, right. it's, it's, we call it victory at sea. There's no point. We go either before or after the storm. Which one's better before or after what's the sweet spot. It all depends on the direction and where it's coming and tides, wind, current, Every, I mean, so much involved in surfing, and that's the beauty of surfing. Like you're constantly learning the weather, but it should be a good one. Uh, looking forward to it. Um, tomorrow and the next days will be like five to six foot, and then Sunday should be seven to eleven foot. 
See, like that's, that's huge not very to me. Scary to me though. Oh, see, and I know it's not to you because I was gonna say that's huge to me. But then you're like, oh no, I'm gonna go to Puerto Rico though and catch twenty footers, and I'm like, no. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> it's funny because it's Moto won't be able to make it out on these waves, but like I've been surfing these size waves a lot, and it's like it doesn't really, it hasn't floral waves hasn't really like there's been one time or two times i've been scared but other than that it's just like i don't know i'm pretty confident that everything's gonna be good you know hell yeah man that's that's awesome that you got something like that i mean like (laughs) all i got golf and i've gone like three times this summer do you enjoy my hobby i'm gonna go one more time this weekend before they cut my hand up next week and i I don't get to surf quality waves that actually get me like like unless i go to puerto rico nicaragua costa rica salvador mexico um i don't really get the waves that like scare me that get me like like the like my heart's just like i'm like just like scared like full-on just scared like can't believe i'm doing this like why am i going out like what am I doing? Like, I'm, I could drown. I could die right now. Like, those are the days that I like. Oh, that's I so... those. But you, would you categorize yourself as an adrenaline, adrenaline junkie? No. No. So, like, you're not jumping out of planes. You're not. No, I've done that. I've, I've jumped. I've bungee jumped 750 feet in Seattle, Washington. And we went with the guy called Vertical Bungee. You can look them up. They're famous. They've set a couple world records. And we literally snuck onto the bridge. They told us that if we get caught, we're going to all go to jail. We're not allowed <laughs> to be doing this. Like, so this is not like I'm at some theme park signing a waiver and going, yeah, hey, yeah. Man, like, I'm going to jump like 100 foot into like over a pool. And it's going to like, nah, this is like legit on a crazy sketchy bridge that we had to carry all the equipment on. And here's the funniest part about it is that I, we took a red eye from Florida to Seattle, which is a long flight. I mean, that's yeah. like a cross country flight from Florida. Yeah. So, you know, like we had a couple drinks on the plane and like whatever. So we fly in and get in at like a red eye, you usually get in around like Six fifty-five, six thirty in the morning, and then by the time we got picked up, it was seven. And our team manager at the time, or actually the owner of the company and team manager, like kind of just like the guy that took care of everything, the boss. He was like, "Hey, we're gonna get you breakfast, guys. Get ready. We're going jumping." And we're all like, <laughs> "What?" And he's like, "Yeah." So then we all just like. We're we're already just mind blown, and then we sneak up onto this bridge in the middle of nowhere, and it's like two metal bars and those little pump of wood, and you're standing over, and it's just you look down, and it's just a little teeny river going right down there. Yeah. It's nothing but crazy jagged rocks, and they're like three, two, one, boy, go, and you're just like, whoosh. and then I jumped again in Mexico. That is crazy. Oh, that's. I don't know if I could do it, man. I don't know if I could do that kind of stuff. Uh, I just don't. I don't know if I'd have it in me. Like, I think I want to in my head. I'm like, I'd love it, but it's 
that moment of when I'm doing it and I look down, like, I think I will poop myself a little bit. Uh, especially when you're doing like, cause again, like you said, that's not the carnival where you could just pay and jump down. There's a big inflatable thing under you. Like, no, there's nothing. Like, you're, you're doing like legit, like, Hey man, this may go one way. This may go the other way. We don't know, but we're going to find out. Yeah. But these guys are so professional and so good. And they've set, they work for Red Bull. They do okay, yeah. world records. They, they just do some crazy stuff sometimes, you know, on the side that's dude that that's some crazy thing man the like, hardest thing was carrying the winch all the way up the mountain because oh, the winch is what dragged you after so basically when you when you bungee jump with these guys you jump and then by the second second rebound and your what your rebound is was when the coil pulls up and you come back up you come up two times first time you try to get away from the thing because if it wraps around you're gonna lose your arm or leg or whatever so you come up and you try to go away but the second time you come up they're coming up a little bit slower you grab onto the fucking excuse my language that's your one it's good you grab onto the the bungee and then you hold it and then they look up then you unhook yourself and hook it to the bungee oh Hell no, and, dude. But if you don't do that, if you're not man enough to grab the bungee and hook it up, they have yes. to put you up by your feet upside down all the way up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll be pulling me up feet up, man. Are you kidding me? That's. Yeah, that's how sketchy that, it is. That is super sketch right there. Tina, how you doing? Thanks for joining us today. Uh, man, that's what uh, like what else, man? Have you done skydiving on a plane? Yeah. Okay, free like free fall. Like, have you done it yourself, or do you have the guys? No, I haven't got enough jumps in. Okay, what else have you done? The reason I'm always fascinated because obviously you're a wakeboarder. It's kind of the extreme sports, uh, you know, doing all the X Games and stuff like that. And it's just always been known that these extreme sports athletes are in sharks. They're crazy, man. What diving, holding my breath, and swimming sixty feet and holding my breath for three minutes can we come back to the free diving with sharks all the time when i spearfish i you come across sharks oh that again scares that's like when you spearfish and you shoot your fish you pull your fish and pull it like hold it against you and and swim up as fast as possible because if it's dangling one shark will get and then next thing you know you're like three or four sharks just trying to eat your fish and you're like right so let me ask you this, my friend. Well, we can end the show on this. I think this is a good question. Just a fun. What has been like the craziest near death experience you've ever had? Like what was like, I can tell you mine uh, just because you've done a lot of crazy, crazy shit, you know, like more than I've never done in my life. And mine wasn't even a crazy thing. Like mine literally was, I almost got hit by a gas truck because he like came into the road and didn't see that I was driving and like, all I looked at my out of my driver's side door and it was literally just the grill of the semi. And I like swerved into the curb out onto the road, got out and the guy turned around and he looked like a ghost. He was so white. Cause he was like, I almost killed you. I was like, yeah, yeah. You were like that close. I've had too many to count. Okay. Well, what's it? You got one, like one crazy one though. Well, they're all crazy as hell. I've had. All right. Probably- 25 holy shit first one 
I'm just gonna tell you one, and we'll, we'll we we could do one every podcast. We almost could, yeah. This might be the way to end them. We were we were doing a video film trip in Bali. Oh, okay. And we were filming a wakeboard video, and we were in Indonesia, and we did a stop in Bali, and we had one night, and everybody was like, we've been traveling and we've been riding and. We were in somewhere else, and we were just we we're in Singapore before that, and we were we we just had like two days of this like lay time, so we were like, oh, we got one day to recover. We're going out, so we go out to Bangkok, and Bangkok is great. I mean, literally, what you see like all the stories of what you hear about Bangkok is a hundred percent true. I've seen everything. I can't even mention the stuff I've seen on this show. Because we are a PG show, so I can only tell you what the story was. So we have some adult beverages, and it becomes the end of the night. And for some reason, at the time, me and my friends were into car surfing, which I don't recommend. It. I don't tell anybody to do it. It's the stupidest thing physically possible to do. The most idiotic thing. Don't ever do it. Please don't. Is this what like they did in Teen Wolf, like Michael J. Fox getting on top of the van and surfing on top while he was driving? Yeah, but we did it off of a cab where the guy didn't know what we were doing, so he floored it and we flew <laughs> off the cab. It's oh my god! And we don't know where we at. We don't have our cell phones and we don't have anything. And one of our buddies is stuck in the cab trying to get out, and the cab driver won't let him out. Oh, I bet he was just freaking out. Like all of a sudden, just someone's on top of his car. Two people. To be Ryan Doyle. <laughs> to Ryan Doyle. Oh, that cab driver had to get himself, dude. Yeah. So you guys got thrown off of it. Yeah, into the middle of Bangkok Street at three in the morning. Oh my god. It was that... going like twenty miles an hour. Dude, that's a bump. That's a fucking that's my we one hit for the trunk of the car so hard. Oh my god. That's what probably saved us. Wow. That's I know we had a messed up his car. That's so crazy. Like I literally uh one of them. I yeah, I would like to hear the rest of these. Hey Kyle, thanks for tuning in tonight. Uh yeah. Man, that's <laughs> I just imagine this poor cab driver's like, whatever, just driving these guys to the next party or wherever. I was just like, what the hey, hey! Get off! Like, I went 160 on a motorcycle and it got swervy when it was like and we oh, lost control. That's yeah. Um, like, you, know, you want me to keep going? No, you don't have to. I got a list of them, buddy. We could save some. That bike one scared me because that's like I'm scared of motorcycles. I think they're my best friend died on a motorcycle. What's that? My best friend died on a motorcycle. The same motorcycle that I was on that almost had that accident. That sucks, man. Uh, that Big sucks. Sucks. James Pearson, big homie. Oh, man. Love you, homie. Yeah, rest in peace, bro. Never forget. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, uh, on that note, before we leave, I just want to, on a personal note, say like uh, a big, a big shout out. So you know, my name's Big Ace on this show. Obviously, my real name's not Big Ace, guys, but that is my name. Uh, but there's a story of why I became Ace, and in, in reality, it's in tribute to my best friend going through college, going through radio broadcasting. We did it all together. Uh, a gentleman who 
unfortunately had a nasty bike accident years before I ever met him and, and was in a wheelchair the rest of his life. So when I met him, he was paralyzed. But it never slowed him down. This guy taught me how to drink. We would literally drink a one seven five of whiskey in his apartment, and he would just every half hour be like, "Shot time." Uh, he was my best friend uh, for two years, uh, and again, in tribute to him, this is why I took the on air name of Ace and stage name because I was told I couldn't use my real name at the radio station I was at. Uh, long story short, though, I did find out this last uh, week that he passed away unexpectedly. So, yeah, man, just a uh, you know big shout out to him and a a big influence on my life in the very beginning stages of this adventure that went from there to where I'm at now. Um, So man, yeah, it's it's just, it it was a shock, still kind of shocking. So definitely uh, reach out to your loved ones. Don't ever be like, I'll just call them tomorrow. Like just do it. That's probably my biggest regret is I didn't keep in enough contact. So, but yeah, man, shout out to him and uh, rest in peace. I always remember you brother. Uh, Anytime anyone calls me, I always will. So, yeah man uh dude we uh this was a fun show i enjoyed this yeah hey did you hear that the hot the hot dog guy responded back to my tweet no (laughs) no so guys should i burn this guy or what so the guy (laughs) that i i I said something i said someone needs to give aw needs to give brian cage a real opponent a legit guy and I guess his, I guess the guy that he wrestled, uh, against oh, the, the food eating guy. Yeah, what's his name? He responded back and said, "Oh yes, he did have a real opponent, and that was me onto my Twitter." And I was like, "Man, I don't know <laughs> if I should just roast him right now. I don't know if I should burn him." I don't know if I should just just rip him a new one because, boy, he's starting a fire that he don't want to light because we just won't even go there. But, yeah, it's definitely turning into you got to quite the list of names that you're going to have to have some conversations with if you ever show up at AEW. Oh, I don't think Hot Dog Man signed. <laughs> <laughs> he might still be there though he might be selling hot dogs at that point uh, uh like we, I, I don't want to knock anybody i don't no disrespect but don't come at me come at me you better see me all i gotta say that's right that is we right because i don't play video games i knuckle up boys that's right hell yeah old school that's what it is man uh yeah put up with bullshit that too that so if you want to holler at my Twitter and like want to act tough and stuff, come see me. <laughs> I ain't hard to find. I'll give you the address. Right. Uh, hell yeah. And definitely, uh, you know, guys, if you want to see. <laughs> yeah, don't call the cop. Don't pull a 6 9 snitch. That's cheating. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, I think everybody would agree, though. They'd love to see you get over there and take on Brian Cage. So, guys, let AW know that that needs to happen uh again thanks everybody for hanging out with us we had a we had a good crowd on with us for most of the show tonight so we appreciated uh good friends james and, and chris kyle tina uh ryan all you guys mark and then, why don't you tell them what we're starting and oh yeah yeah so thank you guys again and uh what we got going on is we're working on our patreon we're gonna we're gonna launch a Bris- uh, briscoe and big ace patreon probably in the next week or two we'll get it uh hopefully up and running 
Uh, but we're working on it. We're going to have some cool things, some exclusive stuff. We'll have a, a cool st- uh, sticker that we're going to give out for it. We're going to have uh, some exclusive, like, uh, I guess you could say virtual meet and greets with us. Some maybe watch alongs with us. Uh, you can even maybe get some uh, private shout outs from Wes. Uh, myself, too, if you want, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and um, also I would... Uh certain people that depends on what they donate i will film matches that are not televised and that indie shows that i do we'll put that only on our patreon and we'll do a couple of different stuff just to give the guys a different experience um if there's a guy on the show that you guys see that i'm on we could do a meeting great with him and talk with him we're gonna do a lot of things and make our patreon a little bit different than a lot of other people but uh this is a new platform we're going to try. We're going to see how it goes. And for it's not going money into us. It's going money to help to make the show better. It's to help us get better equipment. It's to help us be able to put on a better show, give you guys a better quality of broadcasting and intellectual conversation. Yeah, definitely, guys, because uh, Big Ace needs a new microphone. <laughs> this thing's been crapping out on me lately. I don't know. I know, Wes, you said I was cutting out earlier, so I don't know if you heard that. Sorry. Uh, not a lot I can do. It just does it now. But I I, I, get, I got my money back, I think, in the next day or two from the Jericho crew since I can't go on the next one. So some of that may also be used on a new microphone because I don't want to. Yeah, I need a new GoPro if you guys want to see more video vlogs. Yeah, man. And the other thing, too. I broke my last one. Oh no! But I'm borrowing another one, and I'll have a video vlog up of this whole trip coming up on our YouTube channel. Hell yeah! And that's the other thing too, as 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 other things start happening, more events start happening, uh, or just things in our lives happening that are cool that we think it's something we want to share with you. We're gonna do that. We're gonna share. I know I got uh, possibly a, a trip to Vegas coming up in February, so if I do that, I'll definitely. Uh, get some video of, of what ace is like in vegas Boring. when when is it uh i think the, the february 10th Dude, why don't you wait till the 21st and go when it's my birthday and i'll show you vegas like you don't know i know buddies that own clubs that steve aoki performs we don't have to wait in no line we get vip all the free bottles everything like legit i got vegas like it was funny like a lot of people will tell you, like, he's Slater. Everybody will tell you, I got more hooks than anybody <laughs> in the world, dude. I'm legit. Your boy, Briscoe, I can get you in any club, anywhere. I know somebody. Like, that's just how I roll. Yeah. You know, I just I just roll like that. I just know people. But uh, Yeah. I got, I, got, I, got, I got Vegas in every front that you even want to see. I got it a lot. Hell yeah, dude. Don't tell me, and I line everything up. Nice. Well, we'll have to talk about more about that then. Uh, but yeah, man. Birthday, so I would have to file out. So we'll see. Hell yeah. Uh, so again, guys, watch for that. The Patreon dropping. It'll be on all of our social media when it launches. We'll probably launch it on a day of an episode as well so that we can actually officially announce it on, on the show. Uh, so watch for that. Again, YouTube guys, get on there. The Briscoe and Big Ace show. Uh, subscribe. Click remind or notifications. So you know when we post new stuff on there. You'll also know when we have our live shows go on there, as well as if you go to Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, uh, Instagram as well. Uh, the Briscoe and Big A Show, we're on all of it. Type it in, find us, follow us, like us, talk with us, 
share anything you want with us just uh no, nothing crazy though uh otherwise man <laughs> uh, uh tuesday nights you can catch me with the comedian john russell on the two count on youtube uh the two number two c-o-u-n-t uh where we just nerd out about wrestling and uh wes what's up with the any shows coming up uh i believe october 23rd atomic wrestling next week we have special guest yes Gianni from south africa and then we also have the man the promoter one of the biggest guys in south africa running the biggest promotion in south africa is going to be on our podcast then course two um if you guys have any houses for sale that are you guys are going through any problems with the bank need any help or just looking for a way like let's say you inherit a house and you don't know what to do with it and you're getting stuck with the bills if you have a problem hit me up i have a cash offer we buy houses we flip them we trade them if you're looking into buying a house we have houses on the market so just hit up briscoe properties we got you there you go briscoe properties everybody make sure you check it out if you're in that field looking or needing to get rid of one um yeah uh what else there is one there is one more thing that i was like we should probably say this and now i've forgotten oh guys again past episodes they're on youtube uh you can check them out uh, with our wonderful guests this we've had we've had pj black as recent uh dr tom pritchard slater martin cassas uh you could go way way back you might even be able to find that number one episode of brian cage although that wouldn't be on youtube guys i hate to break it to you that one is an audio we didn't have video then, bro. We uh, we didn't get into video till about a year in. So the first year of episodes are that audio. Good, that was a good episode too. It's still you out there. The VOC to find it. It's still out there, so you can find it. I'm not even sure if they have it, but yes, good point. Uh, VOC Radio Nation guys are the exclusive home for all the audio versions of the Briscoe and Big A show. It's the only place you're going to find them. So make sure you check those guys out. Give them a like uh you know and check them out and get those audio versions from us if you uh need to listen to it on the go it's a good way to do it so otherwise guys we're gonna come back with you with a great show next week like wes said we got some amazing guests seems to be a very fun show to talk about because just talking to you about your trip out there this last year was just fascinating so to have them on it's gonna be awesome yeah and it's cool because we get to see the people from south africa because like i said on the last episode when we had pj black on he came to FCW already knowing how to do a 450. He came already knowing how to work. So it's crazy that the skill of the South African wrestlers are phenomenal. And it's we, we're having one of the one of the greatest South African. He is the South African heavyweight champion. We're gonna have on the show. And then of course we're gonna have the big promoter, AJ. We're gonna have the man, the boss man. But um yeah really looking forward to it hell yeah so we'll see you guys next week watch all of our social media to find out exactly what day and time uh more than likely a thursday that's my guess but find out the time for sure uh on our social medias otherwise everybody enjoy your weekend as wes and i will definitely enjoy our weekend and we'll see you guys next week with another briscoe and big a show take it easy everybody hey you yeah 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 you winning season returns at my bookie Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means insane props, epic bonuses, and the craziest cross-sport wagers. At MyBookie, winning season means watching live sports and betting live sports all 
season long. Rejoice! The NFL has returned. That means action-packed Sundays and huge cash prizes. Get in on the action. Use promo code VOCNATION, all one word, no spaces, and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play, designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best this NFL season for your chance to win big. Use promo code VOCNATION and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today, only at my bookie. Hey, this is Total Packers, Lex Luger, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room. Every Tuesday night at 9, listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know Ray there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with history, the voice of choice, and killer can resonate. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out, WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro, talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.